Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of D&D Bags, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast made by a bunch of D-Bags. Uh, we are a real play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, and when I say real play, I mean we really try to play Somebody by the rules that we know and understand. I yeah. play it. I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I'm playing it right now. 5th edition is pretty cool. Um, this is definitely the longest I've gone with 5th edition. And it's fun. I like it. It's it's a garbage are... podcast, but like no, well, we're having fun playing. We're not talking about. That. I mean, the game is good. The game's fun. The we're game is good. It. I'm funny. You guys are idiots. I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, tiny recap. What happened tiny recap. last week? Ha ha. Just... Joe doesn't have a pre-written one because we just recorded the other podcast like five seconds before this one. Uh, fourth wall. <laughs> and um, yeah. So he doesn't have a. Yeah. Fancy long thing. All right, so well, I mean, he wrote it while he was pooping in between podcasts. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, knew, I fucking knew no, it. I did. This yeah, thing, you did. That's why you're well, looking I've got, at your no, phone. I've got the same one from last week, but it, you know. Oh, that's is, too long. Don't read that whole. Yeah, thing. seriously. You're the worst. You really are the worst. <laughs> we just fought. Don't read that we just every fought a spider bear. That's what. That's what you missed. We they, just fought a spider met, bear. They met the raven. The raven lady. It's pretty long. Pickle. <laughs> we met pickle. 20 seconds. Uh, Joe, you're not reading you time it. Fine. No. Okay. I'm going to time you. If you go over 20 seconds, I'm going to kick you. Okay. Ready? In the nuts. I'm going to start groaning wildly. Oh, it should just go. Go, go, go. go. Okay. Our two protagonists are Alum, played by Andy, and Ati, played by Joe. Alum is an Asimar paladin, and Ati is a tiefling paladin. Basically, Alum's race looks angelic, and Ati looks like demon. Our heroes are <laughs> followers of Morden, or are being recruited into the elite order known as the Sentinels. During their initiation, they discover magic amulets before they can earn Boring! <laughs> 20 seconds no, over. No, 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 no. Boring. Okay. Joe, you can't recap the entire fucking adventure at the beginning of every goddamn episode. I'm just going to okay? recap that what I did every time. You're just going to recap the entire adventure every time is what you're saying. I mean, I'm going to get to the part where we're trying to warn people. You started from what our names are. Yeah. And that we're trying to join an order. We're so far past that. No, you guys are still trying to join the order. Don't I mean, worry. we are, but it's like, you know, clearly the thing that's important to say is we're trying to find an item that'll allow us to get the ravens back so that we can send warning to another monastery that's a member of the same order as us and hopefully we'll be able to join the Sentinels, a secret order within that order. And now, here it is, D&D Bags, week what, like nine? This Ten, nine, I don't know, nine, how long is a week? Like six, seven days? Also, we have a donkey named Long Gong Silver. We're currently trying to get a... They wouldn't have gotten that from you addressing your donkey named Long Gong Silver later. They would have been like, I don't understand. Who is, is that this Long Gong Silver character? Or did they just so they find have a, a donkey is in there the another forest guy? and they knew its name? Like, what the fuck? It, they might not have known it was I think donkey. we need to go back further. So basically, <laughs> there was this brothel and a guy named Ted, also an imp, and we're still salty it's about Frankie imp. wanting us oh, yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, right I now, stand by the fact that that's not metagaming, but you can be as salty as you want. Uh, there's an enemy named Malexis. Uh, there was a dwarf who died named Marius. Uh, there was a blacksmith. I don't know where he is. Um, oh, the Bikelis rock is brown. The rock is brown. The rock is brown. The rock is brown. The rock is brown. I'm adding that to my adventure log right now. The rock is brown. Okay, Bikelis is a drow raven master. She needs a focus stone in order to send out ravens, uh, and send out telepathic controller ravens, send out messages of warning that we're trying to send out, so we're trying to get a new focus stone for her. See, they pick up on that part. Like, I already said we were trying to, like, get the ravens back. 
So once we find these druids and we say, hey, can you get that focus? They'll summon the ravens. They would have got that. Okay, well, you know. And the secret is, I think they're listening through this. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm right and you are wrong. (laughs) Now let's continue. Oh, by the way, so that recap was just what? Like four minutes? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It was about four minutes. Listen, there was a little bit of you guys in there. Four four minutes and 30 seconds, yeah. That was not all me. Do you want to make it five? Do you want to make it five? That is like no, exactly. it's up to you. It's up to you, this Joe. This is the tone of voice that my mom would have. She was like, go to your room. you got to be there for an hour. You want to make it two? <laughs> <laughs> you want to make five? <laughs> All right, so we just killed this bear. Now it's five. We're this this podcast is an hour. We're stepping around. It's sticky goo. Uh, so, all right, so let's keep traveling. Let's continue following like whatever tracking we were able to find. And go deeper into the woods to try to find the druids. Yeah, just go ahead and cut out that entire recap. Just oh, out. yeah, because that was bad. Right. Okay, let's go. That. I was kidding. I'm not going to do that. No, you weren't. I know you weren't. That's why you wrote out the recap for the last episode on your phone beforehand. Some of us like order, and some of us like chaos. <laughs> I think we went a whole episode without you doing an erection check. What the fuck is that about? Can we start this episode with an erection? Yeah, let's too late for that. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's already over. This is the whole episode. As we crest into the mid episode, we basically just did a Dragon Ball Z episode where they power up the entire time after talking about what they're trying to destroy with the power up. Is that thirty three? That is thirty three. I'm thirty three percent. I'm up from nineteen. So that where I I guess I got a fear boner. Uh, I think I I wouldn't call it a boner. At 33%. I got a little bit of a fear. See, check. I think we think about it differently. I feel like as time passed... Because, like, the last time you did a check was, before, like, when you first woke up that day. Like, did you walk around with a yeah. sub-5% yeah, no, that's, for, like, yeah. six hours? Okay, yes, fine. that's right. how it works. Then we, we it's work. whatever it is until the next check. Yeah. Okay. We just... We can't... All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... You guys are walking through the forest. Adi is 33% erect. Correct. Um... You're doing the survival thing. Uh, can I have a perception check again? Yep. Just for him. You can aid if you want. Okay. So just, I don't know if you How know what aiding works. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't really. If you roll, if you like succeed in the check, he adds two to his roll, and if you fail the check, he subtracts two. Seven so modified 13. 17. Okay, so you have 15 total. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey look at that. Look at that amazing. <laughs> you see that? I thought you said, look at them mating. <laughs> <laughs> look at them mating, the Long Dong Silver and a squirrel. I see. You guys <laughs> notice Long Dong Silver mating with a squirrel. God, no, Long Dong Silver. <laughs> Long Dong Silver, don't. I don't think you can handle that. You've noticed Long Dong Silver's pretty creepy, right? I don't think so. I think he's just a huggy guy. I think you don't trust anybody in my campaign. No, I trust Long Dong Silver. I just... Oh, okay, all right. As long as you trust them. I don't really trust the drow. They're supposed to... I mean, like, it's racist of me, but, like... Kind of evil. You are literally a demon. <laughs> hey, I'm not a demon. That is not true. It's, it's a little true. No, no. It's I'm like a your grandpa was a demon. Like great grandpa. <laughs> like great great grandpa. He's like Joe's. Like I'm not a demon. I'm a demon born Earth person. Yeah, not a demon. You're confusing my nationality and my ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sectionality. Alright. Um, Alright. So as you guys are having this argument, 
uh, with this voice from the sky about whether or not Joe is a demon. As we're, ar- as we're watching Long Dong Silver mating with a squirrel. And arguing about the intersectionality of tiefling and demon. Right. Uh, an arrow hits the ground at your foot. Oh! It doesn't shit. hit you. It's just like... And you hear someone yell out, HALT! We're halted! Chill! <laughs> That's... Okay, are you responding a little Yeah. More? Wait! Don't, don't hurt us! I, I believe we may be here to speak with you. Is, is, are, are you the druids? He, so this person hops down from a, a tree branch that you may have noticed if you didn't spend so long focusing on Long Not Silver fucking a squirrel. Um, Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a, a human in like some like high leather armors and he's got like, you know, uh, like really scraggly, greasy, uh, like, dark brown hair, and, uh, he's got, like, you know, like, a lot of stubble, and, um, he's, like, a little dirty, and, uh, he, like, hops down from the tree branch and, like, lands in a crouch, and, uh, stands up, and, and he says, no one is ever looking to speak to me. But are, are you a druid, though? No. No? No. Oh. Do you know Pickle? Pickella, Pickella, no, no, Pickella. I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, we're nice know, guys. Do you so... know where the druids are? Can, can you help us? Oh, oh, you're you're looking for the druids. Yes, yes. You, we're no threat to you. Are you cool? <laughs> <laughs> so he like slings his bow back like on his back. Oh, and that's not, a good thing. Yeah, and uh. He, uh, like, fully stands up, you know, brushes off his, his pants, and, uh, like, reaches out to shake your hands, and he says, I am no druid, but I am Telfor, the human ranger. I'm telling you that, even though you would know, probably. Oh, shit, I've heard of this guy. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, you would just uh, know that he was a human and a ranger. Oh, that okay. Was just oh, shit, I haven't heard of this guy. <laughs> he must be a really good ranger. <laughs> He's so stealthy that I haven't heard of him. I'm not really familiar. It's not important. I'm not familiar with your deeds, Toaster, but I can see... (laughs) I can see that you are quite skilled as a ranger. Don't get me wrong. I know if you had wanted that arrow to land elsewhere, it could have. But trust us, we mean you no harm. I can see that. I can see that. The only one being harmed here is that squirrel. (laughs) That poor, poor squirrel. (laughs) I think he kind of likes it, actually. I, oh. I, I got to admit, it's, it seems like it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, good for you, Squirrel. You know what? You do your thing. Long Dong Silver is kind of goofy, right? Listen, you got to <laughs> let this go. Okay. <laughs> I just, let just, him do his thing. Does he seem like a normal donkey? What do you mean? What's a, what's a normal donkey like? I don't know. Anyway, sorry about that, Toaster. Do, do, you, do you think there's something wrong with your donkey? He... Donkeys don't usually do it, right? He's a very affectionate donkey. I just... It's, that's that's normal, right? So Telfor walks over to Long Dong Silver, and he snaps his fingers, and Long Dong Silver stops having sex with the squirrel, and the squirrel scampers away, making happy squirrel noises. Yeah, and yeah, he just goes, "Oh yeah, that was great." <laughs> You're More right. talking animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magical wood. <laughs> that's, that's not canon. He doesn't say that. Uh, and Telfor kneels down on the ground. And, uh, and he pats Long Dong Silver's head, and, uh, he stands up and he says, I think that there's a very good spirit in that donkey. Got a lot of spirit. Very spirited. <laughs> I guess so. 
Okay. Mm. You can see Long Don Silver is like following behind Telfor as he walks back up to you guys. So he says, You seem quite skilled with uh, animal taming. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Ranger. Like, yeah. My thing. Yeah, yeah. Ranger and uh, he, he whistles, and uh, from behind you guys in, in some brush, this like big silver wolf walks out. And, uh, like, walks over and, like, its tail wags as it comes and stands by Telfor's side. And he says, this, this is my wolf, Anaba. And he pets her head. And, uh, she wags her tail and sits down. Are you, are you cool with wolves? They're sort of like bears. Is that, is that spooky for you? No. I, I guess we already fought a wolf. You were cool, right? No, it's really fun. I mean, like, we didn't like those wolves that attacked us, but, like, Ann Arbor here is clearly <laughs> being, yeah. being well, well kept. Right. It's a okay. friend. Okay, good. We're good then. <laughs> So, Telfor says, So you're looking for the druids? Yes, that's yes, correct. Yes, indeed. We believe they have skills that we need in order to reach our friends. Well, they are a fairly elusive group, but I could certainly help you track them through the forest. Would that... you need anything in exchange? Well, no. Sometimes it is good to travel with others, though. Especially lately, with all of these robed warlocks and evil creatures been running about. We've encountered the warlocks before. I assume you're speaking of the cultists that we are trying to warn our friends about. What do you mean by creatures? Well, I've seen some minor demons. Uh, oh, did you know them? No, <laughs> I'm not a demon. We're not related. I don't know these people. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> what was that? Do you remember that imp? Yeah. What about him? One that, that looked like you, kind of. Listen, that one? listen. I know you think we look alike, but we don't. You okay. know what? We just don't. I mean, I don't. I don't speak. In we are very so different. I can't. I can't comment on the meta, but like you know, <laughs> he's nothing like. About? Don't worry yeah. about it. He's nothing like me. Okay. Just let okay. Us so anyway, yeah. So there are demons in, in the woods, and Adi doesn't know them. I, I swear. <laughs> he, he's a very honest person. I right? swear too. I, I, I promise. He's he's telling the truth. I didn't accuse you of such. A like it's a little insensitive to think that I would think you knew demons? He did. I didn't think you did. You seem cool. You don't seem like <laughs> the kind of guy who would accuse someone of being a demon who you just met. I, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Telfor, Telfor? Telfor starts walking. Tell me. Tell me. Toaster starts walking <laughs> and leading you through the forest and, uh, he... Uh, points out some things to Illum that Illum... Some of them Illum noticed, and some of them he hadn't, uh, that were, like, tiny, tiny little things, like seeing, uh, just a couple of random, uh, bones that were, like, too cleanly left for it to have been the work of an animal, or, uh, sticks that were so close together that you think that they might have been used to be a tent at some point, but they are no longer, and they were left in the same place. And so he's, uh, just leading through the forest, and so he says, uh, So what exactly do you know of the druids? Of uh, the druids, we know very little. We just know that they have access to magical powers, and, well, the person who we are trying to aid right now is in charge of the ravens. We're trying to send a message, and without the magic of the druids, we're not going to be able to call those ravens back. What they do and how they live in the forest, we don't know. We just know that they're nomadic, and we're doing our best to track them down. We need something called a focus stone. Oh, I, I think I may have heard the druids speak of such a thing in my limited time interacting. Oh, we 
we'll probably find them soon. It looks like we're getting closer. Do you know the monastery in Elmore? Is it possible that these culted cultists, robed figures, whatever the hell they are, do, do you think they might have reached that monastery by now? I've never been to Elmore, but that is on the other side of the forest, yes? Yes. Uh, I don't know how many of them there are, but it seems unlikely, uh, given how thick the forest is, that a big group of them could have gotten through all the way. Um, chances are they'd be taking the road around and that would take significantly longer. Good. That's good news. We needed that. I'm like glad that. to know that we have a little bit of time then. We still will act with most haste. Let's go as quickly as we can. Okay. Haste Come, away. Long Dong Su. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> hey, uh, sure is. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. So, uh, eventually, it's you guys are traveling for a long enough time that uh, uh, you you know you realize you're hungry and you guys have some like rations and stuff. So you would uh, you know presumably like uh, sit down in like a clearing in the forest or whatever. Not, not like mm-hmm. clear, but, but like a little a little place where you could exist for a couple minutes and like have your food and do whatever. So okay. I figure that's what you guys are going to be up to. Sure. I mean, you do can we choose need to, not to. Do we need to set a fire? Is it safe to set a fire? Will will they see it? Well, your rations are going to be like you know, like jerky and like salted meats and stuff, so you don't actually okay. have to cook anything, and it's not cold. Okay. Uh, so I, if you wanted a fire like to see no, it's better, it's not super no, dark yet. If he need, if we need to see better, he can. I think we both have. Dark yeah, you vision. both have dark vision. Yeah. So. So you don't. I don't really yeah. think there's any good reason for you to have a fire. Okay. So you guys are just like sitting around on some uh, like up against some trees, and. Uh, Hanging up. Yeah. He, uh, you, What's Long Dong Silver doing? He's, uh, he, Long Dong Silver is like, uh, he keeps sniffing at Anaba the wolf, and uh, she keeps, like, walking, like, away from him and, like, looking at him over her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just... Okay, it happened. It finally happened. Okay. So, I was really hoping this. I've been rolling whenever he does something creepy, and I finally, <laughs> I finally got the 20. So my what? eyes, my eyes go wide, and I look at Adi and I say, "Adi, that that's like a fuck donkey." <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? That donkey fucks things. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, but don't most donkeys? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does he seem especially good at it? Is it unusual? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it, Ati has successfully talked me down enough that I'm, that's all, that's all I get from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every time, it's like, fine, finally got the 20. I was, I was, well, I Wait was, a minute. I'm glad it didn't happen in the middle of that, that spider battle. <laughs> Cause I wouldn't needed to talk about it. I just like, well, we gotta talk about something later, but there's a spider bar. Uh, so. But he talked me out of it, so it's like, okay, yeah. I okay. just think he's creepy again. Okay. I just really wanted to get that moment, and I didn't want to have control over when it happened. Okay. So, so Telfor says, like, uh, so you guys are from the monastery. That's correct. Is there, where's the, the monastery located? Like, is uh, there a so name? Like it was, How would I refer to it as the monastery of, like... You could just say monastery outside Tarnstead. Okay. Yes, we're from the monastery outside of Tarnstead. We had been training there for, well, not very long, but we had come because we learned we could finally be able to join the Hammers of Moradin there, and, well, fell upon some 
dark, dark days. It was attacked by the cultists that you've seen in the woods. And they did a lot of damage, and I think our order is really hurting right now. Our numbers are low, and that's why we need to warn the people in the other monasteries before they get hit. Speaking of which, do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Mordenin? That's what I was waiting for. I was like, as just the DM, I was sitting here, I'm like, why are you gonna, like, get all Jesus-y? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, no offense or anything, that's just, like, not really my thing. You don't like what Morden stands for? He's got a lot of cool, he's all about, like, brotherhood and, and you know, taking care of people you care about. We like brotherhood. We're all about uh, that. I didn't have any brothers. Oh, all people are my brothers. <laughs> uh... Especially Ted. You know Ted? Good kid. And he says... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll a perception check to see if I recognize that this is making him uncomfortable. That would be insight. 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 Uh, nope, I'm oblivious. Okay. Let's talk more about it. <laughs> well, uh... I'll, I'll actually roll too. I, I spent, uh... Uh, I got a one. <laughs> no, you, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't. You, you don't. You're right there. You I almost see, got this guy. I, I we're see gonna that you're just. A, I, I see that you're really interested, and you're you're so close. No, you see, Morden. He's a he's a a being of of hope and truth, and he's all about brotherhood and constructing and building a society of people who get along with each other. I see. I I, I look at his stone face. I. I see this is resonating with you. <laughs> I'm going to run a persuasion check to see if I can convert him. Good simply, luck. <laughs> simply speak the word and I will baptize you or however we... I think it's, you know, it's something. Yeah, but, yeah, like, you know you what? take a we'll vow just, or like I'll tell you I think we can, just give, we can do a high five and an oath. Um, <laughs> high five is probably great. Really, but I really, you would, you would be brothers to all men. And it's just... I, he's so magical. I rolled really, in a three. Good. That's a three. I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> Okay, should, I, should we roll another check? To see another insight roll? Another, yes. <laughs> 15. Uh, 9? Okay, is 15 enough for me to recognize Actually, that he's not comfortable? He's, like, getting a little upset. Yeah. Hey, um, like, not angry, but, like, you can see he's, like, kind of, like, you know. Um, Loom, I, I think this is making him uncomfortable. Maybe we should stop. It would Let's be... show him through our actions instead of our words. Yeah, that's a good idea. That would that'd be more brotherly of us. Okay. Sorry, we we didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. Bam, bro, fits. <laughs> that's what we do. No, it's, it's, I understand that that's a fairly common thing among religious folk. I, I was always mostly, uh, you know, in, in nature on my own. So I kind of, you know, the, the whole like law thing. I don't really get it. You know, like it's pretty much the only law that uh, I really you know, can can relate to is survival of the fittest. So, that's, because uh, I know who Charles Darwin is. <laughs> that's what that implies. The, the fittest are the, well, the brothers who work together. <laughs> don't worry. We will, we will leave by example. We'll make each other fitter. We'll show him... Jim Bros. Jim Bros. We'll show Jim him that lawful good is the best kind of good. <laughs> None of this neutral good. <laughs> uh... I like I like that you are making an assumption that he's a good person. That was nice of you. Instead of assuming he's that a he good guy, a person. he seems good to me. Hey, I assume the best in people, except like whatever. Like, no, I do. NPCs. No, I do. Okay, assume the best in him. So you guys finish your meal and uh, uh, you pick up the trail again that Illum and Telfor are noticing, and then uh, after a little ways. Uh, Telfor stops, and, uh... Oh, also, while we were, like, eating and stuff, before we went off on our religious, like, rant, 
I would let him know that the reason I'm tracking as well is because I've spent a lot of time in the wilderness myself, in case that, oh, okay. like, endears him to us at all, that I understand you his have, way of let's life Let's have that well. conversation, then, because I feel like that would be, he would like that. Oh, okay, because, yeah, that could, that could help. You can always just have it after. You can have it now. Yeah. As your wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for, for helping us with the tracking. I can see your, your wolf companion is, is quite resourceful when it comes to that. I lived in the wilderness myself for a while. I, I wandered around, about, and, well, that's why I'm able to do the tracking as well, but nothing as if, no, nothing at all like what an animal who lives out here for their whole lives could possibly, I could never hope to match that level of skill. I, I truly admire your ability to survive out here so well, and your abilities clearly surpass my own. Well, I think you just called him an animal. <laughs> no, I no, no, I was talking about his, I envy his wolf. Oh, okay. The, 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 the beautiful nature of it being able to live out here and thrive, and I admire the fact that he lives as one with the wolf. Long Dong Silver seems to be admiring your wolf's beauty as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed, uh, I noticed that. Uh, I'm not worried if, if he gets out of line, she'll, she'll let him know. Okay. He um, knows his boundaries, I think. He'll learn them. I don't know if he he's does. getting them. I don't but think he's he does. getting the hang of it. I think he tried to lick Alum's nuts in the last episode. He's just a friendly donkey. He'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fun donkey. <laughs> he's a fun donkey. <laughs> That's a one. You're right. <laughs> You're what right. I'm thinking. You're right. Uh, well, so Telfort says, uh, "No, yeah, I, it's uh, thank you. I appreciate those kind words." Uh, even with all the time I've spent in the wilderness, uh, I definitely wouldn't be able to survive out here as well without my trusty, faithful Anava. And he, like, scratches, like, behind her ears. And, you know, she does dog things. She wags her head and her tail. And, and uh... How did you, uh... How did you become familiar with being able to handle animals? What, what training did you receive? Did you learn from someone, or did you just pick it up by living out here? Uh, no, I've, I've been living out in the wilderness on my own long enough that eventually I realized that uh, it's very difficult to survive, you know, completely alone, even though I didn't really want to be a part of village or city life and be part of that system. Uh, I found that sometimes there are creatures, even in a system like this, who can help. Might you be able to give me some pointers as to how you communicate with them? Train me briefly, per se? I would love to be able to use what I know about the wilderness and survival and translate that into being able to relate better with wildlife. I'm sure I could help. It's Well, you see, when you, you notice things using your, uh, you know, your ability to perceive or your knowledge of animals and uh, notice the way that the animals interact with each other. And then if you act in a similar but not stupid fashion with the animals, you can often get them to grow a respect for you. Um, for example, with Anaba here, I, uh, I was much younger when we met, and she was just a, a whelp of her own, and I know, I no had noticed how the leader of her pack acted with her when she was young, and I just tried to do the same, and she grew to both care about me and respect me, and she's a, a priceless companion at this point. So. What happened to the rest of her pack? Well, she ended up being separated after this scuffle with a group of spider bears. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> that can be very dangerous and super spooky. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
I found her, and then shortly after discovering her, she howled when there was a spider bear near me, and instead of it being able to attack me, uh, I was able to defend myself successfully, and we've kind of been traveling together ever since. That's beautiful. Um, can we, can we say, um, that after that conversation, I can add my base, so like, pre-modifiers added to it, perception, to animal handling. Okay. Because so I let's say I have pseudo training in it. Yeah, I would think so that's fair. My perception. I would maybe I would just say that you can roll perception instead of as animal as animal handling. If, if that's um, better for you. I mean, it would better? be better. I just figured that I have some things that are giving me bonuses to perception that might not necessarily. Oh, I see. What help you're it. So, like, I would be more inclined. I currently have plus two animal handling, and it's untrained. If after that conversation we could call that plus four, because my base was two in perception, okay, and call it pseudo trained for certain times it's necessary. Okay, I think that would be cool. I'm fine with that. Okay, because I've lived out in the wilderness for a while, and I feel like I've connected with this guy. Okay, so I'm gonna change this to plus four. I'm filling in the circle. So if they need someone who's trained in animal handling, depending on what it is, I might be able to do it now. Okay. Uh, so. You guys continue walking through the forest, and you're twisting and turning, and you're going around, and um, eventually you see uh, uh, you see one person who is uh, sitting like cross-legged on the ground, uh, like facing, uh, like you know, they're sitting between two trees, and they're just like uh, eating some berries. Is it a human? Uh, it is not a human. You, well, you, no. you can you? all you can see are. Uh, it's its face is down, so you can see like its ears, and its ears are pointy, so it doesn't look like human ears to you. Okay, Telfor, uh, is that is that one of the the droids? I I think it is. Uh, is it safe to approach? I don't want to startle them. Uh, I would just avoid, you know, yelling. Uh, but I think if you uh, explain your intentions, it should be fine. Yes. All right, that's that's good. I probably would have yelled hail had you not been here. <laughs> we so we approach. Uh, excuse me, traveler. Yes. Are you one of the druids? We've come a long way from the town uh, on account of our good friend Pickle to try to find the druids. So uh, he uh, looks up and uh, makes eye contact with you, and it's it's an elf, and he's in like a very very plain. Uh, brown robe and there's a hood frock. down. No, no, it's a robe, not a frock. Those are different. Okay. This is tied at the front. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, did you say pickle? Is that what you said? Yes. I am not familiar with pickle. It might have been pickle, 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 something like that. Does that sound right? Yes. Pickle. Anything? <laughs> anything like that? Do you know anyone? She was. She does raven stuff. She, she's I, got ravens. Oh. The shapeshifter. Yes. Yeah. 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 She shipped. She, she, she was she a raven when we met her, and then she became a drow. For, yeah. From the one from the underdark. Maybe. I, she didn't say where she was from. I mean, she's a drow. You think? I, I know. Oh. I'm just being a character. Oh, does he not know? Does he not know what a drow is? And he's been in a monster. Or is he just stupid? Life. I don't know how much he knows about drow. Well, if you know you're a, not a demon, why do you not know what drow are? Because he's not a demon. <laughs> if you I, know that he knows, things aren't what they look he's like. He's not a demon. Listen, I don't know much about demons, but I know I'm not one, because demons are bad, and I'm not bad. 
All right, fine. That's fair. I think if that's how you explain it, that's fine. Okay. Not like Jim. I'm with Adi on this one. You, so you must mean Michaela, yes. Um, yes. What has she sent you to us for? She's looking for a, a focus. We need to be able to communicate with the, the ravens telepathically. It's a focus stone, I believe. Oh, yes, of course. She said that the druids might have knowledge of, of magics that would be able to create one, or, or perhaps you already have one. We're not sure on the specifics, but we're hoping that you'd be able to assist. Well, it's not exactly something that is created. So... Can you lead us to one? Uh, there, I'm sure, yes. Uh, there's some be found in uh, caves of particularly magical significance. Uh, anywhere where the ebbs and flows of natural spirits uh, pass. So... <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, you wouldn't happen to be able to send a long-range message with your druid power things, would you? That's a wizard ritual from 4th edition. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. He's he's lived in a monastery. He was I don't not know around. much about 4th He doesn't know much about 4th edition. He was in a monastery his whole life. He's only familiar with 5th edition. Low-level 5th edition. <laughs> Well, no, I am, I am not capable of such things, but the only kind of magic that those such as myself possess are those of the wind, tree, for life. Could you, could you use, like, a tree to talk to other trees to, like, send a message to... We, we need to send a message. Trees do not talk. Okay, so this focus oh, stone... Okay. This focus stone that can be found in a place where light ebbs and... Lowe's, where, where would be one of these places, since you think there's one nearby? Well, there is a cave not far from here, within the confines of the forest, that since this forest itself has so much life in it and is so largely untouched by the mar of civilization, uh, it would be fair, I think, to say that at the heart of the cave, maybe you could find a stone of proper purity. Can you lead us there? Please. <laughs> I'm sure I could at least point you in the right direction, but the only thing that can lead you is your spirit. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Once we get into the, the heart of the cave, will it be obvious to someone like us who is not trained as a druid to, to recognize a stone of this, this power? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> will it be uh, like glowing or something can you describe it it will be a stone cut of uh, exact dimensions and it will be uh, completely pure And there are not many and I'm sure that if you see a stone that matches this description there is good provenance that it was not just a regular rock that is not to say that not all rocks are important of course Right 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 right. Right. Right, 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 right. Got it. Right, of course, they're all important. They all do. They Actually, got not Martin. Martin is kind of cool. Rocks. Yeah, you know what? Like rocks. You know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. No rocks. No. Yeah. The rocks are not that important. Well, they well, are just I mean, as important as everything else, and well, no more. Maybe a lot of more important than like some that much. No. no. Why does wait? What? Why does Long Gone? I thought he was like trying that? to get. Oh well, I the kept saying off. I kept saying 
fuck yeah, and you were like, rocks aren't that important, like, like fuck rocks or whatever, and then, like, like Long Gone's like, well, Long Gone Silver would like it, like, you know, you know, whatever that's all about. <laughs> he just, is he, he like, some, is he, he like, a noble beast pumping up on some rocks right now, or? I just kind of, I he was, is, he is doing that. And he probably is, but, like, he's also probably done it before he's now, just even if he's not the rocks, and, like, yeah. he's, like, mounting them and licking them, because he's not thrusting. He craves that mineral. So, you could learn much from the friend. Do we need, do we need to lick rocks, too? If that is what your spirit desires. No, I'm good. Uh, My spirit's good. Would you mind pointing us in the direction of this cave? Yeah, uh, we should probably do that. The cave... He thinks for a moment, and he sits, and he folds his hands, and, uh... This didn't seem like a hard question. <laughs> you can see, like, the leaves start, uh, like, rustling in the trees around him, and, like, the grass starts, like, moving like there's wind blowing through it. Russellmania. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then you feel that the wind is, like, uh, he unfolds his hands, and you can feel that the wind is only coming from one direction. And, uh, he says... Go then. The wind will lead. Uh, like, like the wind always at our backs, or like walk into. There's no. It will push you. Push, oh, okay, okay. So the wind always. That, that, thank you, Druid. You've been, you've been most helpful. We, we will not forget this. You must thank find you. me after discovering the stone. I, I doubt you could harness its power on your own. Word life. We'll be back. What is your name, by the way? I am Dahalam, but I prefer not to use. Me. That's okay. I've never really been one for names myself, <laughs> to be perfectly it's honest. It's true. He's not lying. Okay. Uh, what should we call you, then? You don't have to call me anything. Thank you. Okay, you man. You just have to find me. Don't worry, Tahalem. I'll forget your name very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, so we, we take our leave. Telfor, are you, are you coming with us? I'm sure I could at least help you find the cave. That would be great. We'd appreciate it. Most helpful. All right. Thank you again, Dahalum. Uh, yeah, that Dahalum was a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed really cool. I like him. Yeah, I really can't forget his name. I, I really wish I didn't say that thing about forgetting his name. I, <laughs> I, can't, stop, I can't stop thinking about it. It's like it's like they tell you don't think about pink elephants, and then it's like, shit. Now you got me thinking about pink elephants. I know, right? Dahalum. You pink know? elephants, yeah, shit. Okay. No, no, don't, don't think about pink elephants. Just cave. Right. Wind at our backs. Wind at our backs. Wind out of backs. Walk into the wind. Cave. Wait, pink Just, elephants, what were we doing? Uh, Toaster <laughs> was helping us. We were going through the cave because Dahalem sent us there. Got it. To get the focus stone. Okay, there's a pink elephant in the cave. Yes. Okay, so we follow. The wind is at our backs. And we're going I towards think the cave. as you set off uh, with the wind at your backs, we should probably call it. Sounds like a plan. So, all right. All right. That's what we should do. So Let's get that pink elephant. Uh, we should do the, the, the reviews thing. Yeah, we're gonna read some reviews. We're gonna you read wrote them, we read them. I thought we meant Frankie wrote them. <laughs> well, I thought you were like, you wrote them. <laughs> yeah, Frankie, you, you wrote these them. reviews. Because clearly... Alright, no, I did not. Uh, alright, just... so you should read, I would like you to first, re- first read this review. I think you should read that one right there. Frankage. Uh, Frankage says, it's funny, you'll like it. I don't know how this brilliant DM puts up with these dingusy players, so 10 out of 10, we'll listen forever. Good post, Frankage. 
That's great. We find you the next one. Yeah, that certainly doesn't sound. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound like anyone I know. I wouldn't even. I don't even know. Doesn't sound planted at all. Uh, so this one's from. Uh, is that diddle boo boo? Didda boo boo. Yeah. (laughs) Didda boo boo. Uh, this podcast is so funny, and I had a great time listening to you guys play. I'm excited for new episodes. I just find it so funny that somebody is right. Well, this this is not the review anymore. The review just ended at at at, uh. I'm excited for new episodes. My commentary on this is, I can't believe that somebody wrote that after listening to, like, episode one when none of us knew how to play Dungeons & Dragons 5th <laughs> Edition. Yeah, if you like that card. They like that. If they're still listening by the time it this one better. is, they're, like, really gonna like it. It I'm gets better, run. then it gets worse, but it'll get better again. Then it gets better again, and then there's a Starkey that starts fucking shit. Oh, you didn't read, you didn't read the names of the, the posts. Did a boo-boo. No, that's the name of the person. I mean, like, the subject. Oh, oh. Didaboo-Boo's subject was great with exclamation points. Thank you, Didaboo-Boo. Thanks, Didaboo-Boo. And Frankage. Didaboo-Boo is like the only name I remember other than Dahlem. <laughs> Frankage's was This is a Podcast. Uh, here's one. Uh, colon Carrot 3 by Andlings. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andlings. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's keep it at those for now. We'll read uh, the we'll read the rest of the reviews uh, next time or the time after that. And uh, you know, if you keep them coming, we'll keep reading them. I, uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for the reviews. Please, 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 if you like what you are listening to, please leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, and of course, follow our Twitter at the DND Bags. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, DND Bags with the ampersand and the hyphen. Um, we also have uh, Tumblr and an Instagram that are also oh, the we're on Tumblr now? Bags. We're on Tumblr now. Wow. We're gonna have Pinterest by the time this episode is up, to be sure. Yeah. Uh, can we make a Snapchat? Gross. I'm what doing it. I'm making a Snapchat. Okay, I don't know. Fine. Send me your, your I snaps. would only do Snapchat if the Snapchat... Oh, no. I shouldn't even finish this thought. <laughs> I will, though. You I would only finish. do Snapchat if it was an in-character Snapchat and it was, like, Long Dong Silver's private Snapchat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to touch that with a ten foot pole. If you catch me tripping, you don't want to touch <laughs> it. You would. Pole. No. Okay. No uh, thanks. All right. Well, thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys later. I'm honestly, really, thank you. Uh, I am Frankie the DM. You can find me at Frankie the DM. I'm Joe. I play Ozzy. I'm Andy. I play Lou. Can't find us anywhere. Yeah, no, they you don't. Can. They don't do Twitter. I don't want to be found. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I'm gonna post Andy. know that I'm whacking off right now. They can't hear it in my <laughs> voice. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just making a voice. Okay. Haste. 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 Haste.
I think that's a fuck Donkey. <laughs> I can't name the episode Fuck Donkey. <laughs> I don't think. It's, you can name it It's a Fun Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun donkey right there. That's a fun donkey. <laughs> My eyes go wide. That's a fun donkey. <laughs> this donkey is unusually fun. Your donkeys aren't usually this fun. This fun. <laughs> uh, was that a donkey noise? Yeah, that was a donkey noise. <laughs> <laughs>